A to Z of college recruiting. This is the show where you'll learn about the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship opportunities tenfold. You'll learn the hows, whys, and what's of college recruitment and scholarships. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the I Am 360 podcast. Jacob, how are you? I'm fantastic, Marco. How are you? Fantastic. I'm sure all the listeners out there are fantastic as well. Uh, I Am 360, International Athlete Management 360 for those that haven't uh, seen the podcast in the past couple of weeks. This is the show where we give you, the listeners, the latest tips and tricks on how to maximize your scholarship and collegiate opportunities. Um, now this week, Marco. Episode 73. Me? Episode 73, exactly. Uh, don't forget you can find the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, any other podcast app and also YouTube. Yep. Do us a favor, please subscribe, leave us a comment um, on one of the podcast apps if you can, uh, rate and subscribe as well because that allows us to continue to stay at the top. Uh, as well because we're still number one on Spotify exactly and if you do find yourself on, on YouTube don't forget the the YouTube episodes are, are shortened uh, sort of short clips of, of all the good bits of each episode um, so you will have to go to Spotify or iTunes or a, or a podcast app to get the, the, the complete version. episodes yep. exactly so this week Marco we're going to be talking about why people uh, families athletes you know fail to find opportunities and, and scholarships in the US when, when they're going at it alone yeah so the five reasons why people fail to find sports scholarships when going at the process alone. Exactly. So the, the five main reasons that we yep. believe are the, the, the key reasons or the, the, the big ones. Uh, obviously, there are, there are more than five, but these are the, the These main are the five reasons. that we think, exactly. definitely. So stay tuned. It's going to be a, a fantastic episode. All right. So, Marco, as we just mentioned, there are obviously lots of different reasons as to why people may fail uh, at finding you know, opportunities and scholarships when, when going at this alone. Um, and I guess if you, you look at this on a very sort of basic level, um, you know, it, it, it's certainly no, no easy task. Uh, some people think that it's as easy as, you know, speak to a coach. Or well, I know offer, somebody who, yeah, who knows just, someone and, and then yep. exactly it's, uh, you know, send your, your information to a few coaches and, and you get an offer and you're on your way. It's, yep. it's certainly not that simple. No, look, Jacob, and I think... I, I, we just want to make clear that you can do anything on your own. You don't yeah. need an agency or you don't need to pay someone to do things. So you can sell your house on your own. You can sell your car on your own. There's a lot of things that you can do on your own. But what everything actually needs is it does need a process. It does need a system. Uh, it does need accountability. Um, and, you know, that's probably step number one, right, what, what we're talking about here. So one of the main exactly. reasons that why people fail is the fact that they don't actually uh, value the amount of time or money that's required to actually get things done. Exactly, they they really or severely est, uh, underestimate 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 yeah. the amount of time that it takes to, to find suitable you know opportunities because it's no overnight sort of no task. definitely not. And I think from you know if if, if an athlete joins the I'm three sixty program, what happens is there's there's a process that we follow, um, but probably the most important thing is that there's an accountability factor. So. As an agency, we're accountable to the customer, to the athlete, to make things happen. So because of that, yep. we create processes and systems around each thing. So you know, using step number one of, of, of creating their profile or getting videos done, Jacob, like we give ourselves at least a three-month window. Exactly. We have timelines and, and due, due dates, dates and, and things like that. We hold each individual athlete accountable for, you know, because obviously that's you know, a two-way street. Yep. Like, you guys have to do things. We have to do things, obviously, to ensure that you have opportunities. So, so. if you're going at this alone and you don't have anyone to be accountable to yeah. and you don't have these due dates, then 
it's it's more than likely not going to work. You, you're going to fail, which is the reason number one why we people all, fail. Uh, we all know why. Uh, we all know. Yeah, teenagers like to procrastinate, yep. and uh, not everyone, obviously. But um, like you said, if if you're not held accountable for well, things um, think things as easy as as um, as timelines and, and 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 video editing and. Yep. Um, and getting video and getting your games filmed on the on the weekend, yeah. you know that is going to be that is going to be tough if yeah. you don't if you don't have due dates for when you you want that to be done. Exactly. So, um, and depending on on who you are, the type of student athlete you are, your financial capabilities, how much knowledge you have of the UF system, like it's it's going to be be different for for everyone. And like I said I said before, it's no sort of easy task. Um, uh, we'll give we'll give everyone a little bit of a, a timeline on how you know how our athletes yeah. move through the program, just so you understand how long it, it it takes to find suitable opportunities, and that's using you know an agency like yeah, like us using so a proven model that's that's been working for thirteen years yeah, now. Exactly. So you know we we give ourselves three months to yeah. create the initial portfolio, yeah, which includes video, includes references, certificates, photos, videos, whatever else that you actually need to yeah. to help promote the athlete that, to really a, shine yourself in the yeah. best light to, to so we give ourselves a three-month window why three months jacob well there's certain things that are that are out of your control like getting yeah. video you, you know it, it sounds easy enough to, to get you your games recorded or to get your swim meets recorded but yeah. what if you don't have a game that weekend what if you're injured what if you're suspended what if um you know you're you're not feeling great exactly you know a, so a great one is un, like joining a, a program like this or, or starting a, a process like this when you're out of your athletic season and you have no footage prior to, to, to starting the process, let's say you're a, a footballer and we'll use football because it's obviously got large position or basketball, yeah, numbers, yeah. basketball. Um, the season, you know, usually begins around April, sort of March. If you start the process in November, well, you're waiting five months until you have footage. So even you said three months, obviously, to get everything up. That's and running, five months at that point, exactly. But it could be could be yeah. even longer. Yep, yeah. and that's. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't actually start it. It just means that you won't be able to complete that part of the process until you have that that component. So underestimating the amount of time yeah. required and then underestimating the amount of money because you may need to buy a, a, a recorder. You can't just mm-hmm. use the phone. Phones are fantastic, yeah. right? But you can't film a 90-minute game Using on your phone, phone or your iPad. Yeah. You know, If you see anybody running around the field with an iPad, uh, you know, more than likely, it's not going to be the best quality video footage. No, right? I highly doubt that. So, you know, again, you're probably going to, need to spend a couple hundred dollars to get a camera, or yep. you're more than likely going to go and pay for someone to film the games, or yep. your your club might do it, but you still need to ask them for permission, yep. and they still need to give it to you yep. as well. So, there's a fair bit of time that you need. So, underestimating underestimating <laughs> the amount of time required yep. is the first reason. Is huge, and that was just. You know, three to five months of just the the first step. Yep. Uh, obviously, we, as an organisation, I guess, try to give ourselves at the very least six months. At the very least, six months to to find depending on the athlete. Exactly, depending on who the athlete is, if they have footage and information already, yep. um, for for us to find suitable and a number of different opportunities. Um, again, if if you're someone who's looking at this, you know, this particular pathway that has no prior knowledge and experience Correct. on on Probably finding opportunities, like. That, and that again, that's just, gonna... that's just to get the offers. Exactly. That's not to actually get over there because getting over there is where the majority of international students actually fail, not yep. getting the offers. Getting yep. the offers or getting the interest is is only one component of it. Mm. Um, and arguably, not the easiest, but 
arguably easier than yeah, the rest. Yeah, exactly. Because the rest is administration. It's it's waiting for your school reports. It's waiting for uh, documentation to be transcribed. It's waiting for um, your SATs to, to be completed or your visa appointments to be held. So, yeah. you know, that, that underestimating amount of time that's required yeah. is in two parts, getting the offers and also... Exactly, Completing and in those later stages of, of turning that opportunity into an actual plane ticket, um, a lot of the times those particular tasks are out of your hands. It's it's yep. waiting on a school to send this or waiting for your, you know the, the, the college in the US to send yep. your I-20 back, waiting on a time to be able to book your, your visa appointment. So you can see how these... Waiting for admissions. So once you've got the offer from the college, yep. waiting for admissions to tell you if they've received everything, if they haven't received things, yep. you know, and that's... You know, the, There's a lot of back and forth that's at, tricky as well. at those stages. But you can see how time certainly adds up. I mean, we're close to a year, if not over a year. Automatic. Already, exactly. Yep. So, And again, you have to think of it or you know, put yourself in, um, I guess, the, the shoes of, of, of us. Like if you have no clue or, or no prior knowledge and experience, as we said, on, on how to find opportunities, and you need to give yourself extra. Like Marcus said, we've been doing this for 13, 13 years. years. Like, yep professionals in the industry we've streamlined the process to, to make it as simple and as quick as possible and it's still that sort of time frame that, that we're looking at so and again depending on so, the yeah, outcome, so reason number one jacob why most people, people fail. fail is they underestimate the amount of time and money that's required to make it actually happen exactly which is one of the the big five that we've we've uh we'll talk about throughout this episode so we'll go to a quick break and then touch on number two the remaining four uh reasons All right, Marco, the second reason, and, and we probably don't need to spend too much time on this one because it's pretty sort of plain and simple and we can explain it pretty quickly, but it's a big reason to you know as to why people fail to find opportunities and scholarships probably, in the US. Yeah, I would say probably the, the easiest one yep. uh, for people to fall over. Yeah, and it's probably not something you really think about or, or think that is an issue or a problem, but it's it, what we, it yeah. certainly is. In, in our office, it's what we call the full scholarship mindset. Yeah, so the full scholarship mindset is... I need 100% of my costs covered. Uh, I need a full scholarship or I can't afford to... Yep, to well, all I can afford money. is a full scholarship. Yep, so that, they're two statements right there we hear yep. all the time in uh, in the office. So Yeah, I've paid for my high school or I've paid for my son or daughter's high school yep. and university is up to them. So if they're going to go to the US uh, and, and if they're going to apply for a scholarship, then the only way that they're going to go is if they receive a full scholarship. Yep. Well, that would be the quickest probably the easiest way for you to fail going at this alone because if all you're asking for yep. is full scholarships, yep. 99.9% of the time you're going you're you're to fail. You're going to yep. be let down. And again, like if it, again, if it was that easy to get full scholarships in the US, we wouldn't exist. No one would exist. No one yeah, would you'd exist. just be emailing coaches and saying, yeah, full scholarship. Because in the event, Jacob, and I'm going to go slightly off script here, but in yep. the event that you did find that that easy to get a full scholarship, yep. go go back to number one of the amount of time that required because yeah. the coach is giving you something you still need to actually get over there exactly and the coaches that's not their job not to their help job you to get, you get over there and, so exactly um so that's kind of split into two but yeah, yeah. starting this process with the full scholarship mindset yeah you 99.9 of the time you're going to fail because yeah. you're either asking coaches for something that you you're you're not going to get yeah. or you're going to put them off by exactly. simply asking for it or you're going to waste your time and waste the coach's time not asking for it, yeah. hoping for it, mm. and then when you don't get it, yeah, you're not going to go. Which, as we said, more than likely you're you're not going to receive yeah. a full scholarship in the first. There's year. too much out there, I believe, on on Google, and there's too many 
old school myths of parents or friends or cousins or relatives that yeah. went to the US 30 years ago that did that. Emailed yeah. the coach and said, hey coach, I'm a great rower, I'm a great swimmer. And the coach said, yep, there's a full scholarship for you. Yeah. When, when I started this agency 13 years ago, yeah. it, it was a thousand times easier. Yeah. A thousand times easier. And that's exact number, a thousand yeah. times <laughs> yeah. easier to, to get scholarships for, for students because it yeah. wasn't that popular for international students to actually head over. Yeah. Um, it's really only been the past 10 sort of years or so. That yeah. it, where the it's... internet's made it easier for, for, for yeah. coaches in the US to actually attract and, and connect with students from around the world. Yeah. Um, so when I first started this 13 years ago, I could communicate with, uh, I could send out an email to 20 coaches and I'd have 19 responses yeah. uh, instantly. Yeah. Um, but the competition for placements and uh, has, has grown dramatically and international athletes have, have let other international athletes down in the past as well mm-hmm. by either not performing well or, or not lasting overseas. Yeah. So that full scholarship component has now sort of dwindled and, yeah. um, and that's why we, we, we believe that Reason number two why most people fail is yeah. because they just go into it with that mindset of, of wanting or needing a full scholarship. And um, just to touch on that as well, like even with a full scholarship, if you were lucky enough to receive one in your first year, there's still costs. Like that doesn't mean yeah. that absolutely everything is covered. There's still other costs that you need to prepare for and money you need to put aside um, and time required to actually do exactly the rest of it, that that process. Yeah, certainly. So. Um, look, again, we don't need to spend too much time no. on, on that one. We'll go to reason number three. Um, now, the third reason out of the, the five um, that, or reason that we believe uh, people fail um, going, going at this process alone is student athletes and families target institutions and schools that they aren't eligible for. Yep. Um, so probably, they, yeah, probably the easiest way to explain it is targeting schools they want to go to. Yep rather than schools they can get into. Yeah. And getting into a school is split into three components. Financially, being affordable. Yeah. Academically, you being eligible. Yeah. And athletically, you being good enough to get into. Yeah. So when... I'll split that up even again. Uh, so, so there's... Halves into quarters, yeah. quarters into... There's that component yeah. of, of getting into... Like a, a division will have their own standards and requirements Correct, and yeah. then a, an institution itself will have their own, yeah. their own standards and requirements, yeah. both academically and athletically. So, so all in all, it falls under... You know, one of the reasons why people fail is being unfamiliar with the actual process of getting into a school and actually targeting the right school yeah. for their ability, both academically and, and athletically, and, yeah. and again, thirdly, financially, right? Yeah. So if you're unfamiliar, the only way that you search or the only way that you actually go and target a program or a college is you go to google right straight to dr google yep so you go to google you type in best 25 college soccer programs yeah and you may be one of those athletes that's realistic and says you know what i'm not good enough for number one yeah but surely i'm good enough for number 25 i'm in the top 25 i'm in the top 25 right or you know you you could even extend that and say look i'm definitely not a division one, yeah. But there is no way that I'm a division three, yeah. So, so I'm going to go low division one, low top division, division one, two. top division two, which yeah. doesn't mean anything, right? right? You've probably heard us say that before, right? Yeah, it doesn't so. say anything. It doesn't mean anything. So, yeah. you will fail at this process going at it alone, yeah. If you're unfamiliar with where to target, exactly where to be promoting your information, um, and the only way to 
to get past that is to, to research and research yep. and research. There's thousands of colleges and schools in the US and it's not just about finding, you know, you, you may, there may be a school where you think you can compete yep. athletically, but if you don't, if you can't get into that school from an academic yep. standpoint, then you, the athletic side of things means nothing. What, what, what's a simple way, Jake, I'm going to put you on the spot here. What's a simple way that an athlete, very, very simple way in less than five minutes that they can understand what level they should be targeting? What's a simple way? Very simple way. Okay, put you on the spot, but I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you one. Right. Okay. Go. I was gonna go. Go. Okay. <laughs> you need to understand where you're competing at in your home country yep. before you start. Okay. Targeting so institutions. Go, so pick three colleges, any three colleges that you want. Yep. Go to the school's athletic website. Yep. Go to the the roster. Yep. Which is obviously the lineup of, of where the players are from, and start having a look at that lineup yep. and see where they're from, and then go back to where I said, and if they're sort of competing in a range Same before level. they went to college that's yep. that's where you're at before you go over then and you can look through rosters and you can see their bios and what they did or where before they're from. college exactly yep. so and but then also understanding that that roster that the player could be from your home country yeah and you could say well he's from let's use a, a club and you soccer for an example yeah he's from the MPL. this player played for south melbourne yeah i'm from south melbourne as well yeah so i I'm going to go to that same team. Next thing you need to look at is how many minutes did that player get yeah. for that college? Yeah. Did he get any minutes? Because if he didn't get any minutes and you're from the same team, then you're more than likely not going to get any minutes. Exactly. And then and you need to look at it from the coach's perspective. If an athlete is not getting any minutes, then they're more than likely not on any form of scholarship. Exactly. So that person's financial yep. capabilities may be bigger than yours. Maybe they could get into the school because of their academics. You need to look at your own academics. There's... So many different variables that come into play. It's not as simple as, well, I play at this club. And he plays at that he club. He plays at that club. Where yep. even o- Other sports like track and field and swimming and, and, and obviously numbered sports, as we've mentioned before, yep. a little bit easier to identify where your level's at because if you're swimming a specific time, then there's no one's opinion that actually matters, right? Yep. Like your, your time is your time or your handicap's mm-hmm. your handicap. So those things are a little bit, little bit easier. So look at their times, look at... Their, their their event times and, and see where you're at in, in, yeah. in that regard. Uh, so that's a very, very simple simple way of doing it. Exactly. So uh, reason number three. Three, uh, unfamiliar with where to target and what college to exactly target. Exactly, where to send your information. Um, the first thing you need to look at is divisional requirements. If you're not eligible for that division, then don't worry about promoting your information to a particular school in that yep. division. You need to look, to look elsewhere um, because you... You can't go there. There's and that's straight away. Yep. You can certainly transfer in after you lift your grades or do whatever you need to do to become eligible. Um, but every division, every school have their own standards and requirements, and you need to do your research to be able to understand if you can go to that school. Yep. Exactly. And then athletically, trying to understand what level that you're at, not based on your opinion, not based on mum and dad's opinion, not based on somebody else's opinion, but actually trying to quantify where you're at by yep. looking at the schools that you want to go to yeah. and having, having a look at where those athletes are at yeah. and, and where they were at when they first got there. Exactly. And that's a very simple way of doing it because that doesn't, doesn't actually tell you how much scholarship they've received. That just tells you the level that, yeah. that, that, that they're at. Exactly. Right? And uh, um, as you said, the last sort of step is understanding whether or not the institution is going to be financially feasible for the, correct. the family. So everyone... As Marco said, you'll go to Google, more than likely search top 25 schools. Everyone wants to go to those 
big massive schools because you see them on TV, you see them in the news and that's not everyone in Australia and New Zealand or anywhere else in the world or South Africa or whatever country it may be like everyone in the world wants to go to these schools. Well, so everybody wants the best of everything. Exactly. That's so normal. therefore the requirements to get into the school are a little bit higher. The standards are a little bit higher. The costs are obviously a little yep. bit higher. Um, so again, and the only way you can understand if you can go to a particular school or yep. to target the right school is to do your research. Yeah. Research what's the best for you. Yeah, exactly. So we'll have another quick break and get into the last two reasons as to why people fail to find scholarships and opportunities on their own. All right, last two reasons, Marco, and then we'll we'll wrap up the episode. Why are you laughing at me? No, you just you just, <laughs> you just, you just look different. I'm oh, okay. <laughs> I do. Um, so reason number four, uh, obviously, would be one of my popular one, one of the most popular ones, probably my favorite one. Your favorite one? Yeah. Uh, yep. So reason number four as to why people fail you know, going at this process alone, and, and and like you said, it is a big one and you know, one that I like to talk about yep. as well. Uh, it's one that we have to sort of challenge and educate people on. You know, almost every day. It's a tough one as well, office, Jacob, yeah. because the... Well, I guess you, if you want to say what it is first before... Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> People don't eliminate their own opinions or their parents' opinions or coaches' opinions of their own athletic yep. ability. Um, and that's that's a hard hard thing to yeah. to come to terms with, especially as a, as a teenager, right? Because obviously I'm a parent. I, I understand what it's like to be a parent and to give your son or daughter sort of, you know, constructive criticism or to let them know where they're at, right? Mm. As an athlete, I've also been that athlete that I used to think I played unbelievable every game. Yeah. I never played a bad game in in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm not playing in the Champions League yeah. or the World Cup. So th- there's obviously a disconnect there, yeah, right? Certainly. Um, and eliminating that opinion, the quicker you can do that, the better off you're going to be because when you're going through this process and the process of searching for scholarships, if the only opinion that you're listening to of your own ability is your opinion, 90.99% it's going to be an overinflated opinion of your ability, yeah. right? And that, that's just normal. It's human nature. It's human, it's human nature. nature, exactly. So yeah. I guess how do you remove your own opinion or your parents' opinion? Yeah. Um, and one of the easiest ways to do that, which again is potentially wrong is, is looking at somebody else and comparing yourself to somebody else not again 99.9% of the time you're going to compare yourself to somebody that that either you know or someone you played against or someone that plays in the same competition as you now yeah. we always use soccer as an example um, and because soccer is the easiest obviously you know it's uh, one of the most sort of participated sports but yeah. if you're playing at a state level under 16s yeah. for soccer and we use state level regardless of the country that, that you're from. And you're 15 years old. And, and you're 15, 16. Well, you, you're playing at a state level of your age group, which is the age group that you should be playing at. Yeah. In your own state, you're one of the, the better ones of your state from the coach who made that team. Yeah. So if you had 10 coaches, would they pick the same team, team using soccer? Yeah. Right? So opinion sports are very, very tough. And, yeah. and again, you know... It's not easy to remove your opinion of your ability, but uh, of course not, because we all tend to think we're a little bit better than what we are. And parents, like you know, you're a parent, like you, you always yeah. tend to think your kids are better than potentially what so, they are. So, as we mentioned in, in one of the early ones, how, how do you remove your own opinion? And and one of the easiest ways is is again to go to the roster. So, 
let's say have your opinion of yourself i'm a superstar yep. no problem pick the team that you want to go to let's well if you think you're a superstar yep. then you're going to look at a school like ucla yep. or whatever it is yep. have a look at the roster if the roster and the buyers of those players matches where you're at yep. and those players have had the same achievements as you well then you're a superstar and they're a superstar yeah right whatever that level is if you're reading their bios and their bios say that they played for you know Canada under 20s or they played for Atletico Madrid, Atletico Madrid in the UEFA you know, Youth uh, Champions under League under 19s yeah. or they played for Jamaica under uh, under 20s or they played for um, the Australian under 20 teams or, yeah. or the South African under 20 teams whatever it is yeah. and you're not playing at that level well then your opinion of yourself yeah. is, is automatically you know overinflated because you're yeah. you're saying well I want to go to that school but I don't play at that level. And the players that are playing at that level are the ones that are at that school. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So swimming or track and field or golf, look at your event times, look at your handicaps, have a look. It's, it's not hard to yeah, find. it's not difficult to, to find out where you no. fit with, with sports that have a So eliminate result. your opinion yeah. and eliminate your, your, your parents' opinion of yourself and eliminate the opinion of um, if I'm going to go, then I'll... I'm only going to go if I play at that level. If I get something better than what I would get here. Correct, because that's impossible. You won't get anything better than, than where you're at from a playing perspective because your playing perspective or your sport perspective is, is a level. Exactly, and certainly not straight away. Like Again, if, if that's the goal, like to, you, know, you said UCLA, like if that's the goal, then... You can certainly get there. Progress. But you may yourself. not start there. Exactly. So reason number four four I think it was Jacob reason number four why most people, people fail going through this process alone is they eliminate or they, they, don't, they don't eliminate they fail to eliminate fail to eliminate their own opinion of themselves which leads us on to exactly and that sort of ties in with the, the one we have recently just spoke yep. about like targeting institutions you aren't eligible for if you have an over opinionated sort of idea on, on your athletic abilities you're going to be targeting schools that you're not eligible to yep. compete at so uh, and that, again that's a really big one that, that we sort of talk about on a daily basis here in the office and we try and educate families and athletes on but the last one um marco similar to to the fourth one exactly as to why people fail at at finding opportunities on on their own in the u.s um is because they you know families athletes whoever it may be listen to the personal opinions or advice or they take advice exactly the personal opinions advice from you know, they're, they're club coaches. Well, who, coaches who are the most? Who who are the people closest to to every athlete? Right, it's your mum and dad. Yeah, it's your club coach, teachers, your teachers, your career advisors, advisors yep. um, aunties, uncles. Yep. So, like your circle is is around those people, right? Yep. Now, the first thing that students do is they'll go speak to a career advisor, or they'll go and speak to their club coach about applying to the US because or they're a the trusted sort of source. Yeah, all it takes, and this is one of the reasons. Again, the fifth reason why people fail going. Going at, uh, it alone, going, yeah. at, at, going at it alone yeah. is because as long as that career advisor gives them the information that the athlete is looking for, mm-hmm. then that, that athlete could be getting the wrong information and then yeah. has gone completely off track with yeah. which school they should be targeting, yeah. what ability they're at, yeah. all because the career advisor or the coach or the teacher or the friend or the auntie or the uncle has given their own opinion or their yeah. own advice on either something they're not qualified to do yeah. or their opinion on the athlete yeah. or what they think they know about. you know. So career advisors, we love them, we need them, but career advisors aren't trained on the sports scholarship process. 
they're trained on the admissions of on Australian the, or the Australian or your local country's yeah. university. Uh, university system. Yes, some of them have a connection to an American university. Or a, or a good understanding of the... Correct. But admission requirements, yeah. sports scholarship ability, different. two different things. Yeah. Separate them as soon as you can. Yeah. So separate that, that, that opinion. So your club coach or your team coach... Uh, basketball. Mm. A lot of club coaches um, or team coaches are well. Basketball, the, the the place to be and go is the the US, yeah. and a lot of club coaches have have played there, or they're yeah. Americans. Yeah, and so the American gives you the opinion that hey, if you don't go to D one, then no point. There's no point going. Yeah. Well, if the athlete is D one uh, worthy, D1 caliber athlete, yeah. then great. Yeah, for that D one athlete. So for Ben Simmons, no point going. No point going if mm. if he wasn't going to end up at D one because. He's a D1 athlete. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, like eliminating the ad- advice or opinion from your close circle that aren't trained or yeah. qualified yeah. To, to, to give you that advice. Exactly. And I, I guess at the very least, uh, and look, they, they may be qualified sort of professionals in this particular industry yep. and they, they may know a bit about it, but um, if, if they're not, it's always good to get a second opinion. Um, you know, call. You know, I guess people that are professionals in in that in in this particular industry, because if you don't get a second opinion and you just run with the information that you've been given, sometimes or a lot of the time you'll, you'll be going in the wrong direction and you'll fail. So. so, an athlete who who ends up being accepted onto the IM360 program is entrusting us with that opinion, right? So, under no circumstances would would we be told what we should be doing for that athlete. Yes, we take advice. Mm-hmm. Yes, we listen. Yes, we we. We take your your feedback based on on your preferences and things like that, but ultimately you're entrusting us with the knowledge and the understanding of yeah. of what is best for for that athlete. Exactly, because ultimately it's in our interest yeah. to we- put the athlete into the best place to have the best experience to get the best opportunity. Because yeah. yes, we're we're an agency, we're a business, and we only succeed if our athletes succeed hence why it's been 13 years exactly you're not going to have too many nice things to say about it as if no you're not going to have any too many nice things to well say we about wouldn't be around for 13 years no we wouldn't yeah, be around exactly. 13 years if that if that was the case so no, exactly. i think once you entrust an agency or, or or someone to actually handle this process for you then you need to allow them to to do it yeah. and again if you're going at this alone you're entrusting yourself yeah so whether or not you succeed or fail is, is up to is, is is down down to you these are the five main reasons why why people fail finding scholarships on on their own. Exactly, and there are certainly more sort of smaller ones. Uh, there there are some other big ones as well, but we really only have time to touch on the five big ones, yeah. and we'll recap them quickly. So, reason number one we had was severely underestimating the amount of time, time that it takes to find uh, scholarships and, and opportunities. Um, the second one uh, was not understanding the level of. Uh, college or the uh, academic system or the w- yeah way- targeting the the wrong institutions yep. um, eliminating or not eliminating the uh, the opinions that you have on on your own sort of athletic uh, ability, ability. Um, the last one we just spoke about was eliminating eliminating the, the advice or, or getting a second uh, you know, I guess getting a second opinion on the advice that you've been given from a, a careers advisor or someone close to you um, that and- you and the full scholarship mindset, as we uh, exactly, and as having we touched the full on. scholarship mindset. So, 
those are the five big reasons. Uh, if you've missed anything, feel free to to, to, yep. to scroll. The back full version the will be on the podcast apps, uh, which are Spotify, Spotify iTunes, iTunes. We've got them on Pandora, absolutely TuneIn everything. Radio, everything. So the, the full version. So if you're hearing this, it's because you're listening to the full version. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the short version is on YouTube. YouTube. The shorter, shorter version is on Facebook and Instagram. And, Instagram. <laughs> yep. and the shortest, shortest version is on Insta Stories. So there's something for. For everyone. for everyone exactly so um look thanks for for joining us this week wrapping up episode 73 we'll be back next week with episode 74 thanks, thanks again. guys <laughs>